0: With over two decades of experience working with tech coaches and edtech companies from all around the world, Jeff Bradbury.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the TeacherCast Educational Network. My name is Jeff Bradbury. Thank you so much for joining us today and making TeacherCast your home for professional development. This is Ask the Tech Coach podcast, episode number 90. Today, we're going to be focusing on you and your school district in the event that you happen to be out for the entire year that's right this is the week where there's many people that are finding out their fate is their school district going to be happening this year or are we going to be doing distant learning for the rest of the school year we want to know what you guys are doing out there if you have anything we are actually streaming live right now on facebook and on youtube we're not only calling this ask the tech coach we're calling this tech coach live this week i have three amazing guests on i want to bring on today miss susan vincent susan How are you today? Welcome to the show. I'm great. Great to be back
2: for another week um, as we um, continue to survive this uh, distance learning-a-thon and continuing to help our teachers and um, being more and more innovative as we continue to move forward.
1: Now, you've been busy. Not only have you been distance coaching, I know you've also been doing distance broadcasting. Tell us a little bit about some of the stuff that you've been doing in order to keep your your religious community engaged with what's going on, um, in your, in your church.
2: Yes. So not only am I an educator, a tech coach in my full-time everyday job, I'm part-time director of communications for my church. I'm here locally. So we have been broadcasting our services every week. Um, through live stream via Facebook and um, we use the Vimeo platform to put it out via our Facebook or excuse me, via our website. So um, we're very excited about the opportunity that we've been given and um, it's just been great. Um, Our normal church family is viewing as well as, you know, outside viewers who have just found us so it's been awesome
1: it is amazing what live video is doing of course we're here on episode 90 of ask the tech coach if you guys are out there and would like to leave a comment ask a question i want to say hi to our good friend craig yen who is out there i want to bring on our other two guests for for the first time on the show she is a principal from texas (laughs) miss kelly jones kelly how are you today welcome to the show hi
3: i'm great (laughs) thanks for having me
1: it is so great tell us a little bit about yourself
3: so I'm Kelly. This is my fifth year as principal, um, all in Texas. I'm from Texas. This is my 20th year in education and my right. first podcast. Yay.
1: Nice. little, <laughs> Nice. And thank you so much for being here. I also want to bring on our good friend, Melissa. Melissa, how are you today?
4: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm great. I'm glad to be here again and join you guys. I love our conversations that we have.
1: It is great to have you here as a veteran podcaster. I want to bring back (laughs) Susan, who I think I just canceled her her subscription to the show. Apparently. That's okay. Guys, you know what? Forget your co host. Forget (laughs) the co host. We're, We're all learning things here today. It's only been 90 episodes of Ask the Tech Coach. Guys, you know, for the last four weeks, we've been working on Wednesday nights. We've been bringing on tech coaches, doing a roundtable meeting if you guys are out there interested, if you're a tech coach in the professional development field, heck, I'll even do teachers and principals in here. We are meeting every single Wednesday night now at 830. Um, we have had a fantastic Zoom conversation. Last week, we had like 50 people show up and we're averaging about 50, 70 people or so. If you guys are interested in getting in touch with us, let me know. You can find us over on Twitter at TeacherCast. Leave us a voice message at TeacherCast.net slash voicemail. We would love to have you guys join us and be a part of our TeacherCast tech coaches network and guys let's just kind of start the conversation with this right now so many states are making the decision should we have school for the rest of the year should we just go back and say another two weeks another two weeks first of all what do you guys think should we at this point even be considering going back to school or are we still on that up end of this curve and let's just play it safe and let's call it where it is. What do you guys think?
2: You know, it's definitely been a, (laughs) it's definitely been a fine line to follow here in Kentucky. Um, you know, our cases seem to be still growing in a lot of ways. So, um, our cutoff date for the next you know, big decision is May 1st here in Kentucky. Um, So, you know, it's really a hard line to follow. Our teachers want to get back to school so bad and so do the students and I'm sure the parents are ready. Um, But, you know, with the cases going, um, growing, it's just hard to say and keeping each other safe is so very important. And, you know, and whereas we as tech coaches have to you know, consider that and, you know, follow the guidelines and you know, follow the policies that our administrators make and be ready to encourage those teachers, which we're going to talk more about tonight. Melissa, what about you? Mm-hmm.
4: Well, I just saw online, I was looking, you know, scrolling through my Facebook feed and like I've read that Texas hasn't even re- reached like its peak. And so we're still not even there yet. So that's that's concerning for me. But then I see my son too and he's so anxious to get back. And I'm anxious to get back and connect with my teachers again in person. We've been doing it online, but it's always nice to see someone in person. We were just driving today, you know, getting out just to go pick up chicken. It was like a big thing. Like we're going to pick up chicken today. And so we passed by the high school and my son's thinking, I don't even know if I want to go there, Mom. So it's sad to see him. You know, he's looking forward to high school. He's looking for he was looking forward to his last year in eighth grade. So it's 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 sad for a lot of kids. And you know, this is my first year as a tech coach, so I didn't get to finish complete in person. You know, I did get to learn this way though. So I am learning something new. But yeah, that's that's kind of where I am at right now.
1: Kelly, talk to us a little bit about this. If we decide that we are going to be out for the remainder of the year, talk to us here as the principal. Does anything have to change? Do we need to be thinking differently? I know there's a lot of teachers out there that basically have been in the mindset of only two more weeks, only two more weeks. But if we're suddenly staring at this going – nine more weeks, six more, you know, whatever this is. Do we as tech coaches need to be preparing for that? And if so, what can we be thinking about in order to help out our our teachers, our buildings and our administration?
3: Well, I think I know our teachers, we've already got the mindset that we're, you know, of not coming back. We thought, let's just think of that. And then if we get to come back, that's just a huge bonus. So we're kind of just planning as if we're not coming back, Um, you know, so I think that makes them feel a little more comfortable because they know that what they're doing is 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 gonna go through the whole year. Um, and I think what they need is just that support on um, on these new on the tools that they're using. You know they're they're learning new things every week. And so just adding to their toolbox instead of more websites and more tools, just getting really good at a few is what we've been focusing on.
1: What have you been focusing on? What are you really, really working on with your staff?
3: So right now we're working on Google Classroom and Seesaw.
1: That's a good one. And and to, uh, how are you guys using Seesaw?
3: So um, our teachers are using that as their um, majority. Well, about half, more than a little more than half, our teachers are using Seesaw um, as their platform to communicate with students. You know, to have students submit work to them. You know, read to them videos, and um, just so they can, and then they in turn give feedback to those students and parents through that, uh, through Seesaw. And so like this last week, we had um, one of our teachers who uh, is really good at Seesaw and has already learned some of the new things. She taught some of our other teachers that wanted to learn more about Seesaw. So I feel like that's kind of what we're focusing on right now is getting really good at, one or two of these things and then we'll add more to our toolbox when we're ready
1: do you find that many of your teachers are having difficulties making the transition and if so how are you supporting them how are our how are coaches supporting them how, how are you helping them go from physical into virtual
3: so we had about a week to prepare uh before we went to the remote learning and um, I started it by modeling. So like I started a Google Classroom Forum where they had to join and post assignments, um, just modeling some of the things that we're asking them to do. Same thing with Seesaw, Um, you know, just starting it with myself and then letting them practice. And they see that I'm doing it as well and I'm making mistakes with it um, just like they are. We're asking each other questions. I think one of the most important things right now is just knowing that we're all learning this together we're all in this together
4: uh-huh.
1: that is such good advice susan and that's something that we were talking about earlier you know we yes. all have the same goal which is just be the best tech coach that we could be provide the best professional development make sure that the resources are there i mean obviously that's why or one of the major re- reasons why we're doing our tech coach meetings every wednesday night absolutely What's uh-huh. going through your mind? Because you work with a lot of teachers. You have obviously the applications. Do you find yourself focusing on one or two pieces of tech? Do you find yourself just being the the tech therapist? Do you find yourself just <laughs> trying to wh- – where do you find yourself spending more time on when you do have a chance to reach out to those teachers?
4: I would say uh,
2: all of them. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah, for me, all of the above. Um, I guess tool-wise, I've been – trying to stay two or three days ahead of learning Zoom, um, ahead of my teachers. Um, our our high school has been, um, just this past week, which was our third, I think, they're all running together, our third week, they started um, day-to-day Zoom meetings with their students. So in the midst of all that, I've been learning about the security settings, trying to you know follow the COPA and FERPA laws. And just making a series of videos. I call it the um, Susan Zoom show. I think I, I'm up to season one, episode six now of my Zoom training videos. It's become the running joke. But, you know, they've been so appreciative of that. And I've actually enjoyed learning about um, Delved us into the realm of we have um, our IT director, very gracious and, you know, ready to help us with security features. Um, at the drop of a hat, pretty much he is he's is awesome, um, has purchased the educational version of Zoom for us. So now we can authenticate users and truly feel that we're being safe and you know alleviate a lot of parent concerns. So that's been the big tool I've been dealing with. But you know on the other realm of things, I've definitely been the encourager and the motivator and the cheerleader, just keeping those hesitant teachers motivated thinking, yes, you can do this. You can learn Google Classroom as a first grade teacher and you can use it and you will be okay. And we're going to make it through.
1: You know, Uh you had mentioned that there's a lot of great software out there. We've had the opportunity to do a lot of shows recently with some of these ed tech companies. We're going to be releasing those episodes uh, this week. We actually released one on Friday on TeacherCast. And, you know, I got to ask you, Kelly, as a principal, is it helping or or is it too confusing with all of this new technology being pushed on all these new app companies trying to say, use my stuff for free? Is it, is it a distraction? Is it good? Where do you fall in on this as an administrator?
3: Well, I think at first it was, it was distracting. Well, I would say more overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, I had to actually talk to some of my, uh, Teachers about being careful what they're sharing on Facebook and, and social media because I felt like we were pushing out too many free things and maybe even overwhelming parents. So that's kind of where we've reined in and let's, okay, let's pick a few of these free things and let's get really good at it. Like Zoom, we're doing Zoom. Um, we have the education uh, version of that. Also, you know, Screencastify and Loom. So we've chosen a few. Uh, that we're doing and that we're pushing out and working with kids as well. But yes, it was very overwhelming at first.
1: <laughs> Do you find yourself as an administrator looking for different things? I mean, this week we we like I said we were very fortunate enough. We're we're releasing shows with with an amazing science curriculum, math curriculum, social studies curriculum. I mean. What are you looking for when you start to get all these emails in? Are you just trying to find free? Are you trying to find useful and helpful? Are you trying to align a, a new app to a curriculum? Or are you just sitting there going, delete, 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 delete?
3: <laughs> well, to be honest, <laughs> um, at this point, we're going into week three of virtual learning, of the remote learning. So I have I have a file folder you know, on my email, and I've kind of been putting them in there until we're ready for to introduce something new. You know, I take the pulse of my staff every so often, and they're not ready right now for anything new. They just keep, like I said, they want to just get better at what what we've already introduced. So um, I will introduce more, but just not this week. Maybe next week we might, you know, pull out one thing and and introduce that, but we're just not quite ready.
1: Mm -hmm. Melissa, where are you with everything? I know you've got a lot on your plate
4: well yeah we're kind of in the same boat just kind of thinking using the tools that we have and getting better at them like for example we're going to be teaching like forms just the basics because we had, we have some teachers that don't use forms and just telling them giving them ideas of how it can be how they can be used and then Google slides too some of them are amazed on some of the things that you can do in Google slides so just getting better at those tools that we have because right now everything is new for them you know this whole uh, learning online is new. So just using the tools that we have and getting better at them, that's kind of the way I see it. And I think we're going to move forward with that. I mean, I'm like Kelly, I'm saving all those tools in you know, in my back pocket for when we do start again or when I see that, hey, we're ready to go. But like extensions, like teachers are excited about extensions and especially the ones that work like in Google Meet. Um, I was on Facebook yesterday and, you know, I've always like wondered like how can you get, you know, and. Zoom, you can have a virtual background, but how could you do that in Google Meets? And a friend of mine, Wanda Terrell, she posted on her Facebook, hey, you know, have virtual backgrounds in Google Meets. And I was like, oh, I got to know this. And it's (laughs) called Snap Camera. I mean, you have to download it, but you can turn it on and off. But I was, you know, I spent some time last night just playing around with it. I think it's fun and it's kind of a stress reliever right now. You get to think of something different that's fun. So that's kind of where I've been.
1: When we're looking at helping things out in the long run i think a lot of tech coaches have all these blogs that we go to you know the the the, the free text the eric kurtz the shakeups the, all, all these great sites i think it's easy for us to take one of those blogs that has you know 25 chrome extensions for and we throw it at our teachers and they're like what do i do with this what, what what's your recommendations for things like this do we go to eric kurtz who i i, I religiously look at and go All right, I'm going to take this awesome blog post with all these great videos and I'm going to send an email to my staff. Or do we dissect that and pick out one or two? Susan, what Mm -hmm. works for you when you're seeing all these different resources and stuff and everyone's popping out these amazing blog posts? What are we doing?
2: I tend to dissect it myself. I'll give credit where I got the information, where I learned about it. Hey, I learned this from TeacherCast. I learned this from ShakeUp Learning, whatever. But I tend to dissect it. And like Kelly referred to all ago, I kind of know where my teachers are and gauge are they ready for it? I don't want to just send a whole blog post of 25 ways to use Google Forms and totally overwhelm them. I mean, I did that a few times when we first started the distance (laughs) learning, but then I thought, no, they're not ready. I need to go back like I normally do things face-to-face and do the same thing with e-learning and, you know, individualize instruction for our teachers, just like our teachers are encouraged to individualize instruction for our students. We have to know where they are and not throw – one of our viewers talked about don't throw the um, shiny new tools at them. You know, know what they're ready for, know what they can handle.
1: But how uh-huh. do you do that? Because, as, as Melissa just said, I want to be throwing the cool backgrounds because I want to be the cool teacher tomorrow in class. And here's the this, and here's the that. I mean, <laughs> you know, the other day we we had our, our seder dinner here, and and my brother-in-law is like, "How do I change Google Meet so I have everybody, you know, Brady Bunch?" Uh-huh. And I'm sitting think, here off camera on seder, going, "It's a Chrome <laughs> <laughs> extension." It's There's an, an extension for that. Right? Looking at me like, "It's a what?" <laughs> and I'm like,
4: oh. I, "Yeah, I think by just doing it." Like through the trainings that I'm having, I'm doing those things. And so people are asking. So when they start asking, that's when I start spilling it. (laughs) Like, hey, you know what? Would y'all be interested in learning about They're like, yeah, I want to know how you got that or how are you doing this? And so that's kind of what sparked that. I was like, well, I need to make an extension. You know, just teach them about extensions. And I'm just using the ones that I know. Of course, some of the new ones that come up with Google Meets, you know, those are ones I've added. But it's making things run more proficiently or easier. Efficiently, so that's why you know if they ask, I'm gonna go ahead and share it with them. They seem gu- like they're what's, excited. What,
1: what's your guilty pleasure now, Melissa? The the one thing you 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 you, you can't wait to show this off.
4: Well, I have, a, I like color pick eyedropper. That is like one of my favorite because you know, when I make my different presentation, I am all about like the color scheme and how it looks. And so that's one of my favorite. And then dual has become one of my favorite now because I'm going to try it out so I can use it with Google Meet so I can still see the people that I'm talking to. So I don't, it doesn't seem like I'm just talking to my screen. I can actually see them. So I'm excited to, to use that too. But yeah, I have a quite a bit of, and tab cloud. Oh my gosh, Tab mm. Cloud is my favorite. I even have one like Cova
1: work, COVID work,
4: <laughs> so I can just pull it up in the morning. <laughs> I, I,
1: I've been making a lot of use of full-page screen capture and then putting that on a slide or putting that on a thing or something like that. Uh, Kelly, do you have a guilty pleasure, something that you were, <laughs> that you can't wait to show somebody, or something that you you can't live without right now?
3: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it, what one particular one is. Um, I use a lot of the Google tools and the extensions. Um, I don't know about one.
4: Well, Kelly does a great job on her shout-out. So her using, like, forms and um, what's, what's the name of that? I can't even think of it. I've lost my mind right now. Autocrat. Uh, auto, yes, Autocrat. Kelly mm-hmm. does a great job with that. And so we've worked together and we've shared that. We made, like, a YouTube video once together of us sharing that, and she's presented. So I think, Kelly, that's one of your, yeah. your good ones. Uh-huh.
1: Susan what are you using these days like what's the one thing that uh, you know tomorrow you're going to do a big PD this is the one thing that you can't stop talking about.
2: I'm loving Wakelet right now curation Wakelet Wakelet. I'm loving Wakelet I mean we're talking about curating things for our teachers so that's one of the things I'm using to do that to divide things into categories and also you know I'll see a tweet here and there and oh I want to save that so I can remember to look at later and Wakelet has been a tool to help me actually go back and look at things later. You know, we all say those things to look at later then we hardly ever look at them. But Wakelet has been a tool to help motivate me to do that. Um, so, yeah, that's my new best friend lately.
1: So one of the questions that I, I we talked about last week at the Tech Coach meeting, which, by the way, is Wednesdays at 830, I wanted to bring up today, which is this. In my district, we've been in the third marking period right we we did about 70 percent in class and then we had we actually extended the third marking period which is actually over on monday so you know for the third marking period it was half physical half digital now we're moving into a completely digital marking period and for some of my teachers it's a completely digital class meaning like our health teacher as an example they're getting their kids for the first time and they're never going to meet their kids clearly we wow. have kids that are there every day we have kids that have never been to class you know we're we're not at, unlike anybody else right how do you do this what are your advices what are you seeing with your teachers what are you seeing in other school districts right because we all have students who come and don't do work we all have students that come and they work constantly we have students that come and and they just they they exist but they they don't exist Talk to me. Where are you guys with this? Because we're all moving into that completely digital marking period here. Um, What do you do if you don't see a kid for the next nine weeks? What do you do if a kid legitimately doesn't have the technology, doesn't have the Wi-Fi, doesn't have the whatever? I I know this is a difficult topic here, but I'm going to put Kelly on the spot.
2: (laughs) I was going there myself.
3: (laughs) Well, um, so we just rolled out our grading guidelines um, yesterday, Saturday. So this is going to be new for us. We're going to talk about that this week in our Zoom meetings. But I think our biggest challenge is those kids that are not online, that don't have the Wi-Fi access. We are communicating with parents via phone and encouraging those parents to send pictures of the hard copies, we've got little packets that we give out every week for parents that don't have Wi-Fi access. And so we're encouraging them to take pictures of the pages and then send it to the teacher so that we can have, you know, something to look at to see how the kids are doing and progressing. But that's our biggest challenge right now um, uh-huh. is, is, you know, working with those kids that are not able to get on Zoom and, you um, you know, the Wi-Fi, but you know, most of our families, and I've probably, a lot of our families have cell phones. I mean, they, you know, so even most of our families can, you know, they have that cell phone where they can take a picture of something. And even some of those kids are getting on Zoom. They're just not getting on as much as the others because their parents may work. But our teachers are being very flexible about doing some of those meetings in the evening times for those kids as well. But that is a challenge. Mm.
4: That's one thing my principal has encouraged is keep making those connections with the parents. Mm-hmm. And then also she's been, you know, offering like, what can I do to help you with that? Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's, let's think of some new creative ways that we can do that, you know? Um, so that's kind of what we've been doing too. Just my principal has stepped in and she's, you know, trying to brainstorm some different ideas as well. Of how you can reach all those kids because we don't want try not to leave anyone behind.
1: I think that's extremely important, making sure that there's room for everybody in the game. Um, I know yes. tomorrow uh, our district's doing a, a flex day where we don't have classes, but we're checking in with all the kids and we're having those opportunities to do one to one meetings, kind of get caught up. I know I'm, I'm basically doing office hours. Any student wants to talk about their grades or or anything like that. I'm you know, I'm available all day and I'm giving them appointment slots through Google Classroom, uh-huh. um, you know. I don't know what the next couple of weeks is going to look like for us. I don't know how it's going to be. I don't know yet how much I'm going to change knowing that I'm moving into this. I, I started to change all, all a lot of my lesson plans from, you know, completely Google Docs, Google this, Google that to like my broadcasting kids. I told them to go take their video cameras and go make me a how to video. You uh-huh. know, go make me a video on how to go bake a cake, go how to tie your shoe, how to shoot a, a hockey puck or whatever. I mean, I, I'm trying to get them out of the house doing things so that way they're not just on the Chromebook because, you know, school should not be staring at a screen the entire day.
2: Exactly. Uh-huh. You're right.
1: Susan, what do you think?
2: Well, I mean, in kind of tagging off Melissa's, our administrators at four campuses that I um, tech coach with, have, the principals, again, have been just great you know asking what can they do to help and you know encouraging our teachers and keeping them motivated in the area of you know teachers are asking well what what am i supposed to do if they don't turn in his work and just kind of turning the tables and i've asked the same question to them too as well as the principals asking them you know what would you do in class if they didn't turn in their work you would you know speak to them one-on-one you would make contact with the parent follow those same channels. Mm -hmm. Even though we're not face-to-face, you can still follow those same channels. And, you know, if you've done all of those, then turn their name into the principal and let the principal kind of follow up with the parent from the administrator or the guidance counselor and whatever has to happen. You know, some of those same face-to-face procedures, it seems like the teachers are hesitant to Mm -hmm. still follow those because we're at distance learning. Well, this is the time where we definitely need to be following those channels and making those contacts in the proper yes. protocol. And keeping
4: up with those, like those are reward systems too. We were yes. on a meeting the other day, my principal was talking about, uh, you know, the teachers are doing um, PBIS and there's a choice board. If the, if, if, she, if the teacher notices that a student has completed their assignments, then they get to pick an activity off the choice board, whether it have, breakfast with the principal or anything like that, that's going to encourage our students. I know um, like one thing um, that's come out for my son, you know, he, he was concerned about band tryouts for next year because he's going to be a freshman. And so I saw him outside practicing. I said, Keith, what are you doing? He was like, I'm, I'm preparing. I'm making my video because for band tryouts, now we just have to, we just have to submit a video of, of, of our tryout because I'm kind of <laughs> excited about this now. He goes, because if I mess up, I can do it again. So keeping those students still motivated, and like I said earlier, just how, we, how is it gonna look now, but how can we still mm-hmm. move forward, but it's just gonna look a little different. But
2: And that's the innovation and in thinking ahead mm-hmm. that we have to use right now, but then we still need to keep that in the back of our brains for when we do come back face to face. Cause you know, practicing for a band um, tryout outside and making a video of it, why not do that anyway? You know, right. thinking outside the box, let's continue to be innovative as we, you know, move forward and come back face to face. You
4: Are know, that's a, and that's one of the positive things that I think that's going to come out of it. We're going to be used to trying these different things. So I'm excited. Like when we do get back, our teacher's going to start, oh, well, I can do it this way because I learned that during that whole distance learning time.
2: Exactly. And oh. this may be a whole other topic for another day, even. i whole other <laughs> right? <after> another
1: episode. <laughs> well, we'll certainly be here every single Sunday night. We might move some things around. As, as many of you guys know, I'm actually in the process of moving. If you can see behind me, I've got boxes and cleaning supplies all over the place. Um, but we're going to be sitting here every single Sunday to the best of our abilities doing Tech Coach Live. And of course, Ask the Tech Coach drops every single Monday morning around 6 o'clock is I think what we're still doing. And you can check us out over at askthetechcoach.com We have a lot of great podcasts Blogs, video tutorials And of course free templates for you guys Check out all the great things that are there And of course if you're interested in joining us on Wednesday nights We would love to have you guys We do our tech coach meetings at 8.30 Guys we've had a lot of people watching us live And I want to say thank you to all of my co-hosts For being on the show today Kelly why don't you tell everybody where we can get in touch with you and, uh, And how do we find you on your social medias
4: Okay. Give okay. me that. <laughs> you want me just to tell, tell you him, that? Just tell him. Just tell him. What? Tell him your Twitter handle. Okay. <laughs> you think look. I
3: would know it?
4: <laughs>
3: it's at Kay Jones underscore M.
1: Nice. Thank you so much for being here today. Melissa, how do we find out all the great things that you're doing?
4: Um at Summerford Stars on Twitter. Nice. And then I have a, I have a um it's bit.ly at teach um teaching blueprint too.
1: Nice. Susan, you know, we've been doing this thing for a while now. We're at episode yes. 90, and it's great wow. to have you here, here join us. And you've been telling me a lot of things about your broadcasting. We want to open this up. If anybody here has any questions, please let us know. We would love to have you guys be a part of the teacher cast Educational Network family. Susan, where can we find out all the things that you're doing these days?
2: I'm on Twitter at SV314DWS, and you can find me on my blog at techimaginations.net.
1: Well, of course, we want to say thank you to everybody out there on YouTube and Facebook for not only sharing this video, checking us out. There's been a lot of great comments and conversations. We've been trying to put them all here on the chat, but uh, we want to say thank you guys. This is episode 90. Thank you guys for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting Teacher Cast. And this is like probably the last big broadcast that we're doing here from our studios in North Jersey. Broadcasting to you guys soon from my new studio that I'm going to be building in Connecticut. Oh my goodness. It's going to be up there. It's going to be fun. It's going to be cold, but we're having a good time. So on behalf of Susan, Kelly, Melissa, and everybody here in the TeacherCast Educational Network, my name is Jeff Bradbury, reminding you to keep up the great work in your classrooms and continue sharing your passions with your students.